It's a Ken doll. <laughs> I'm like I'm a Ken doll. Man, it feels good face. to be back here, though. My bad. I don't like headphones. not recording. He will put them on after the music. The music sent hurting to his sensitive yeah. ears. I agree, mm-hmm. actually. He's got one good ear. Yeah. Surprise. Thank you. It's getting better. Since oh, today. it's super quiet, too, right now. He doesn't believe me. Or you. Or anyone. It, no, it's really good. It's, I'm telling you right now, levels are good. Yeah. You ready to do this? <laughs> Let's light this candle. A lot of energy. Let's light this candle. <laughs> Powered by Red Bull. I had a Red Bull. I was going to stop at Wendy's and get He's a burger, but there were like 12 He's cars in the drive I'm like a walking Ambien. This should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a funny story about Ambien, if you want to hear it real quick. You on lithium? Um, I had just gotten divorced. Lithium. And I was Headphones. at home. It was about 1130. Is it- and uh, music's over. And, oh, we uh, are recording? There was a knock at my door. And I go over to the door. Ambien, and I man. I go, I go over to the door and I open it. And it was my ex-wife. Well, that's close enough. <laughs> she, she hands me this she gigantic Sonic Ambien. cup. Unless she listens to this. Full of Ambien. A bag of Sonic food. Didn't say a word and just left. I'm like, what the fuck? Was it good food? It was it, delicious. Was it half eaten? And, and so uh, it was like a giant blue, one of their ocean water slushies. And, Damn. And uh, the next morning I texted her. I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you bring me Sonic last night? She's like, I brought you Sonic. I was like, yeah. Was she wearing any clothes? And she and she go and she's like, holy shit! I just rolled over and on my bedside table, there's like three Sonic cups, empty. Like she had had like three Sonic milkshakes. Oh my or something. god! She had taken an Ambien and did not know that she went to Sonic, picked up food, dropped it off at my house, and then went back to her house. Why'd she give you food? Did you? Ask? I don't know. Ambien. Did you tell her to keep taking it? Weird. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, that was that was a Yikes. that was a. You might be on your fifth child, had you? Jesus Christ. Oh dear Jesus. Mm. Okay. Dude, you. Jesus. You just threw me off, Mister Walking Ambien. Um, but yeah, so that, that was a, on people. That was definitely a wake up moment for her about not doing Ambien. Yeah, I imagine so. Speaking of Ambien, I'm Tony. That's Derek. Hello. You're the master of segues. That would be Tyler. That's true. You like that? No. No, that was a terrible, that was a terrible segue. Speaking Leave the jokes ambient. to the professionals. So we took a couple of weeks off. Tyler had a vacation. Um, Derek's mm-hmm. been becoming the top realtor in the city of Indianapolis, the state of Indiana. <laughs> I wish. And um, Chris Nealis has been being tested for COVID. So awesome. You have too, hypocrite. Yeah, but not in the last three weeks. Oh shit! Yes, You're right. Was. I did. I was in the hospital for 24 hours actually, mm-hmm. yeah. and we had just recorded to like, God damn! If you give us fucking COVID, <laughs> but nobody has COVID. Two uh, negative tests. Yes. And, um, turns out Tony was just really bored. No, I was super dehydrated <laughs> and having a cardiac. Thought I had mono once. I was but turns out I was just really bored because of being dehydrated. <laughs> what is so, that from? What is what? Is that Wings World? What is was it? it? Is that mono once? But I thought I was. I was just What'd you say? Like, what is that from? Can you Google that shit? Chris? What'd you yes, say? I shall. He referenced some quote, and I finished Pretty it. Pretty sure for it's him. Garth. I think it is a Garth quote. I didn't hear it. I was. I talking. thought I had mono once. Turns out I was just really bored. That's no, Wayne. Uh, maybe. Nah. <laughs> Been a while. Awesome. So thank you. Um, That's Wayne. Anyways, we're back. First movie. Um, one we're of the back. other cool things yeah. is um, I don't know if it's cool, but movies are back in theaters. 
Yeah. You're getting tons of articles and clickbaity videos like, "Why well, I'm not reviewing the new mutants. It's like <laughs> it's like four people in the theater and you're sitting down quietly. I mean, yeah. Derek, what did you think it's about your fun. experience going back to the theater? You went and saw Tenet, right? Which we'll talk I about in a little bit. What theater Tenet did you go to? At AMC Southside. 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 No, Southside. Yeah. South Meridian. Yeah. Jesus. Like 4,000 South or 5,000 South. That's the other IMAX theater, right? Uh, yes, yeah. there is an IMAX, and I saw it in Dolby. Now, I don't know. I wanted to see it in Dolby. No, you didn't. No, you, you can't. Is that the? Okay, is that what people are bitching about? Yeah, you hear everything fine, right? Okay, thank you. See, I'm so excited to talk about this. Oh, okay, but that's about the movie, right? I don't know. Well, let's, it, let's really know. it's about the soundscape more than anything. It's get, a lot of people are complaining about it. I have so many qualms. Before we get into that, I just want to preface saying I'm in a weird place right now. I'm not going to agree with you on a lot of things. <laughs> oh, this fucking be, movie. Good. To be fair. So prior be to, nice to me. That's prior all. to being in a weird place, you had kind of already stated that you weren't going to agree with me. And to be fair, that's kind of why we do this podcast. For I'm sure. so excited We've that we have heated different before, ideas. Though, that's, oh, oh, no. That's won't all. happen. Okay. I'm in too good, good of a place sense. right now. So. Oh, good. We bounce out. I'm the walking ambient. And so I guess we'll come Viagra. back to my soundscape well, well, Yeah, let's, let's talk about the theater but let me experience post-COVID. Sure. Okay, sitting, I felt clean. Did you have a popcorn? I wore my mask the whole time. Okay. There was no one, one seat empty to my left, and then people. Two seats to my right, and then one people. One seat? Yeah. Now, how full was your theater? Wow. Mm, there was m- maybe to... 20 people. Oh, max. wow. With the yeah. uh, IMAX though. online, when you buy a seat, they automatically block off two to yeah, the left. Yeah, they're only the right. blocking off one. Really? Wow. But I've, like, it never, you know. Sons of bitches. You know, I think everyone was noticed. No one coughed or sneezed. I felt fine. Gotcha. Um, the sea was great. Like, I was really excited to be back. Yeah. Did you go by yourself? I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she's not wanting to. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we're not trying to shit did on you, people. Did yeah. you have any concessions experience? Nope. Or? I showed up, you know, I don't do trailers, and I showed up in five <laughs> minutes before yeah, the actual movie. It was great. There were, so. You missed the Dune trailer, which was... Awesome. I've yeah, because that didn't things. premiere on until like online like a couple days later, yeah, and I'm like, that would have been nice. Um, but oh my god, was it loud? Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> uh, so I don't because know because there how... weren't bodies in the seats. Probably. So number one, yeah, yeah. there was. Uh-huh. It's way less Science. empty. And then two, it's like, is it because I haven't been here in six months, or am I older now? <laughs> oh, but hey, like man, I've never before been like. Wow, yeah, that was loud. That's probably the you know? theater because I didn't notice wasn't that Tenet loud. was that loud. No. I didn't notice the movie itself. You guys was saw loud. it in the regular digital. We saw it in IMAX. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we definitely had an improved quotey fingers sure. audio. I mean, you the wanted IMAX... to see it in a Atmos, and well, I'm like, Atmos I don't know if that would supposed to be the ultimate, Atmos is right? supposed to be top tier. IMAX audio is kind of like right oh, here really? and standard. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay, so so as far as COVID goes, like, what's your comfort level with going I'm back going, to the I'm going back for yeah. sure. Yeah. I've um, been twice now. You've been twice? You saw I saw New, New Mutants? Mutants opening night, and there was like three people in the theater. So like, I felt very safe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably see Tenant again. Yeah. I kind of want to see it again. I, yeah. I think I'll see it but again. But for a different reason than I think both of you, and I'll, we'll get sure. to talk about Ooh, that. Ooh, cryptic. <clears throat> but, but you... You're going to go back. Yeah. I mean, and we're not shitting on people, man. If you're not comfortable, you're not comfortable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But 
I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm not going to do. We're gonna, I'm not going to go to bars at 10.30 at night. No. I'm not going to go to a frat party on <laughs> IU's campus. Do you get invited to those a lot? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. I'm a rage. Bloomington's quite a drive. Right. You got work sure. in the morning. Yeah. Anyways, I'll probably go back if, if they stay open. <laughs> right, yeah. I just, I don't see if, like, society is gradually opening and we're being responsible. I don't think that's a bad thing. I agree. I actually read an article today about how um, the CDC has expressed disappointment with Americans and their lack of ability to wear a mask properly. <laughs> like oh, when actually- you go... I was I was driving home from downtown on the circle and I swear to God, ninety-nine point nine percent of the people there either had the mask on their chin or yeah, had their nose hanging out. It's just it's like it's pointless. It's like wearing a tie but not tightening it up. It's just Or just tying a condom around your dick. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, they feel better if you cut a hole in them and push your dick through it. You know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That explains My so father much. doubled up once, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so that's the COVID movie theater experience. Yeah, I'm going back. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of the same as both of you. I, I felt pretty comfortable. Yeah. Um, we didn't put our masks back on after we were... Well, we were we eating were popcorn the whole, the whole time. time. Um, but the people around us were pretty respectful. So. Yeah. But let's... Um, we're going to have a quick conversation about some of the movies that we saw, and then I kind of want to have a deeper discussion about Tenet, and then a little bit about Christopher Nolan and some of his previous movies. Okay. Um, so, Tyler, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of a review of New Mutants. Nude Mutants. Which Nude I, Mutants. This is a movie that a lot of people have been waiting to see for years. I right? think that's mostly because the delays are so comical. Right. They're just like, just fucking release this thing. If it's a stinker, it's a stinker. Like, Dark <laughs> Phoenix came and went, and we moved on with our yeah. lives. Right. <laughs> Here's Sophie Turner. Well, to recap, we liked Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I don't get why that one gets so much hate, other than we're all MCU snobs now. Mm. Yeah. It could be. I, I mean... I don't think the X-Men movies are as hit and miss as people claim they are. Like, X-Men Origins Wolverine is a piece of shit. Clearly. But But then, directly after that, they're like, we're going to bring Matthew Vaughn on, we're going to do First Class, and it was great. Yeah. I don't care for Apocalypse, but it's got some cool shit in it. Like the the both Quicksilver scenes. I think Olivia Munn was the most disappointing. X two still that. holds up. X two is great. Still holds up. Logan's a masterpiece. The yeah. Deadpool movies are great. I love yep. Days of Future Past yeah. a lot. So I do too, actually. And do you do you prefer the uh, the the new version of X Men versus the original? Um, like the the Halle Berry the. I think both Xavier's and Magneto's are perfect. I agree. Everyone else on both sides is kind of hit and miss. You think they're yep. interchangeable? Kind of. Like, Kelsey Grammer is great as Beast. It's, like, perfect, but right. he doesn't have any screen time. Yeah. And I think J-Law started out good, but then she, then her and uh, Nicholas Holt got too b- big for their britches, so they're mostly human most of the mm. time. Which is sad because I really, really, really like Nicholas Holt. I think he's a oh, great actor. Oh, for sure. And they're not bad. No. I just didn't shed too many tears when they uh, killed her off in Dark Phoenix. Spoilers. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. We knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but anyway, so uh, New Mutants has been in development and trying to 
get out into theaters since what 2017? It's been a couple of years. That yeah. first trailer was great because yeah, R-rated like an X-Men movie, horror right? movie where the trailer is set to uh, Pink Floyd song. It's fucking dark. I'm like, I want to see that movie. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see that movie. No, I don't know. I'm not gonna claim to know everything that went on, but. People are like, why don't they just dump this on Disney Plus or Hulu? Was like, this pre? Was this made pre Disney? Uh, I don't know that for sure. I know it was started pre because it may have been the, Disneyfied, which is why this you're was going to be thirteen. Yeah, movie. this was going to be a trilogy. Yeah, at one point where because uh, like in Apocalypse and Logan, they and I think Deadpool too, they build up the SX Corporation, which this movie does too, right. and that's. Leading up to Mr. Sinister, which was going to be the new Big Bad. It was going to be played by John Hamm, which right. sounds great. We didn't get that. The post credit scene he filmed for this movie was cut out because yeah. what the fuck are we leading up to? Nothing. So I mean, we had some decent... I mean, Maisie Williams uh, loved her in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and then the, She's the, the best girl part. from... Um, uh, Split and yeah. The Witch and a ton of other things. And yeah. t- Taylor Joy. Yeah. She's mm. also very good. Yeah. Um, so I'll just get down to it. This probably should have been dumped on Hulu or, Hulu or Disney Plus, but contractually they weren't allowed to do that because they said whatever Fox movies were in production, we have to have to go to theaters. So you get your Kevin Costner's a Golden Retriever movie that went theatrical. Harrison Ford <laughs> hangs out with a cartoon dog movie that <laughs> that went to theaters. Kevin Costner's a Golden Retriever. Is that the the race car? The art and the racing. Oh, that movie's yeah. like four different movies because it's a court drama at one point. It actually wasn't too bad of a movie. My mother loves that movie. <laughs> But, but I'm a racing fan, so it was... No, yeah. I mean, it's... I've definitely seen worse movies. It's just not for me. Yeah, but, for sure. But I love dogs. So that's what Aww. carried it through. <laughs> <laughs> it dies. It's, oh, you knew this shit, man. What? I was never going to see it. <laughs> then it gets reincarnated as a little boy, which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> okay, new, so New Mutants. So you, you thought you were going to see I one thing. I saw this like two weeks another, ago, right? and it's not very memorable, so bear with me. Right. It, I mean, the director is Josh Boone, who did previously The Faulkner Stars. And if you were to tell me you get a PG-13 watered-down version... Which is the best of an X-Men, of a John Green novel, by the way. Yeah, of, a, of an X-Men horror movie done by this coming-of-age YA director. Right. This is kind of what you would expect it right. to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing I liked about it, and the thing that takes that saves it from being total shit, is it's queer as hell. There are there's a romance between. Can you define queer as hell, please? There, I was. There is a going there. It leses out like none other, and it's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. There are two. The two female leads that aren't Anna Taylor Joy. Have a romance and it's fleshed out and it's it, oh so Maisie Williams and the other girl yeah uh, they and they don't hold back they don't pull any punches and I believe if this had been a Disney film since we're going to talk about Mulan in a little bit and the relationship and uh, Disney's relationship with China right they wouldn't have gone that far with it hmm. so I'm grateful because other than like a side character in like Deadpool two right I've I don't think I've seen lesbian superheroes before as like the leads you know right and that was cool well. But can Negasonic Teenage Warhead, can she really be considered a, a side character? She's I barely mean, in Deadpool 2. She shows up at the beginning and then the end. So she was kind of a lead in the first one. Hmm. I mean, you could argue with me. and I, I, I think mean, she was definitely a supporting that's a full, actor. Definitely that's a, a supporting actor. Yeah, that's a full relationship, yeah. and that was cool. Yeah. Because Deadpool in the comics is pan. Yeah. I mean, he definitely is 
I mean, he's definitely in love with pan. Colossus. Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah, but wasn't as fully fleshed out as Negasonic and Yukio, I think. Yeah, yeah. In the second one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yukio. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, Yukio. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, how about the horror aspect of it though? Was it was it? It starts and stops, man. It's more yeah. a YA movie with a creepy atmosphere that has some horror scenes than I wish they would have just gone full horror. So with it's it. like fucking, it been cool. it's like fucking Riverdale in their Halloween episode, basically. Yes, actually, I I've never even seen that show, and I know exactly what right. you're talking about, and it's the perfect. So it's a YA show. <laughs> you have five main characters yeah. and a doctor lady, yeah. and that's your cast, right? And a and a hospital that. Has five people and one doctor lady. Interesting. Um, and I mean, they have Buffy on in the background at one point. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I see what you're trying to be, but I'd much rather watch that. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so no real references, kind of its own kind of separate thing? No, from... actually. And that's what was one of the more surprising things, other than how all in they went with the queer romance, is it does connect to Logan really? and Apocalypse. Right. You said there were some scenes There from is Logan. actual footage from Logan of the... Facility with the kids. Huh. Right. And she she says after they learn to control their powers in this facility, they'll send her send them off to her superior. And the audience is supposed to be like, oh, they're going to send them to Xavier. But it's like, no, they're going to send them to the Essex Corporation, right. which is where the kids from Logan are. And the timeline, because it's X-Men, doesn't make any sense. Because Logan's like 20 years, 25 years from... No, 20 takes... 2029. It's like 10 years in the future if it's in present day. And, like, all the mutants were wiped out whenever from the corn syrup or some shit. It's been a while. <laughs> Logan's a masterpiece, but some of the background Timelines, details, I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So I guess she saw into the future or some shit. Um, and then apo- the very end of Apocalypse, after they're cleaning up all the blood from the Wolverine massacre or whatever, they take a vial of his blood and his DNA and put it in a briefcase that says Essex. So right. They were leading up. Then, and then Logan was supposed to expand on that, but then they let James Mangold make his own thing, which is cool. So, so clearly, New Mutants is something that could have been great, a great movie, but a great it, start to a new chapter in the right, X Men franchise, right. which, which is right what now they were going seems to do. kind of dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, they axed it. You're saying before it even got to theaters. Oh, well before, because it was supposed to go to theaters, like, what, eight, seven yeah. or eight and it was. Times. I mean, it was it was touted as this R-rated, heavy horror mm-hmm. X-Men movie. And, and you, you see, said it was PG-13? Yeah, you see... It is. Yeah. Oh, it feels edited down. You get it had one, to have been disney You get one F-bomb. At, yeah. <clears throat> I think at the end. Would you get two? And the gore yeah. and the horror. Like, they hinted some things that are very R-rated. Like, I'm not going to spoil it, but, like, Anna Taylor-Joy's character has a really tragic backstory. Right. And that's... And, I mean, it's all about... It, like, some the person I saw it with was, like, it reminds me a bit how they, like, play on the fears of people. Right. And, that's, and that definitely comes into play there. But I would have liked to... And I get the Disney buyout people have mixed feelings about, but people are excited that the X-Men might be done right in the uh What I don't MCU. understand is, is Disney is leaving Deadpool to its vices, right? Uh, I've heard I've heard he's going to be in the next Spider-Man. I've heard they're 
he's gonna. I'm be... talking about the Deadpool movies. I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. I've so heard per things. Ryan Reynolds, he's coming back and he's gonna be that character again. Yeah. Is he gonna be in the MCU or his own thing? I have no clue. Right, but what I mean by that is they're letting him continue to be the crass, foul-mouthed superhero. We'll see because, that... like, we saw the PG-13 cut of well, Deadpool he says too. He, as he like says he won't. Ground. He says he won't do it. If they don't, and that they will see, to I hope you're right. To. I honestly do. But. So let's pretend like Disney has agreed to do that. Why water down something that was two years ago supposed to be the especially, next dark X Men? Especially kinda. if you're just going to throw it in theaters like during the pandemic. Clearly, well, so I mean, no one two will see years it. ago they didn't plan to. Throw <laughs> no, no, no. But like, <laughs> let's wait till the worst time possible to release a new but, film. Like, there's a reason Mulan went to streaming for thirty bucks in the premiere Disney Plus, and they just threw New Mutants in the theaters when at time when most people. Well, to be, fair, to, to be fair, my feelings about Mulan going to Disney premiere is that. They were testing out a new delivery method out and a lot of method people are, outside of for theaters, sure. and people wanted to see Mulan. Like there was interest in it. Sure. So what better way to test a new potential product for the world post COVID? Ah, but it's a two hundred million dollar price tag product. So it seemed like a weird one to start out with. But it's, you know, yeah, I mean, it's Disney. They can throw away two hundred million dollars if it comes I down mean, to this it. year. Even they're struggling. Yeah, yeah. Because you know how much cash those theme parks bring in per day mm-hmm. <laughs> and to not have those operating for like <clears> six <throat> months i mean i'm sure they're gonna be fine i mean oh apple, for sure apple lost 12 billion dollars in a day and they're still the number four earning company in the world fair enough so um so new okay mutants. so new mutants go see it in theaters wait i don't even know who i'd recommend it to do you think the theater experience help new mutants? is enough to go see it in the theater and I, and I'll say this, and I think I might have said this on Facebook or in a tweet or something, but nobody reads your Facebook either. for sure, <laughs> for sure. It's not the safety thing because, like I said, I saw it in a theater with like three people because right. it's not making money. Right. It's more like I wish you could see the version of this that was supposed to be. Do you think maybe? Here's a thought that I literally just had. Sure. Do you think? Disney is kind of forcing a Snyder Cut kind of thing with no, this? No, I don't see them spending any more money on this thing, honestly. They're going to cut their losses with this thing and move on. I mean, because the thought is, you know, you're testing the Disney premiere, you put New Mutants out, and it, and it sure. kind Sure. Of... I don't think people are going to be clamoring for it like they did yeah. the Snyder Cut, because Josh Boone has made, like, what, one, two movies? Maybe some yeah. television shit where, like, Snyder's got a following. Yeah. Even yeah. though I don't always love his movies, he's definitely got a following. <clears throat> I mean, it wouldn't be unlike Disney to jump on that kind of bandwagon thing. But. I think the delays of New Mutants were very public, but they didn't do any reshoots or anything. They just yeah. did a re-edits. Mm. Whereas, like, the Justice League production troubles were very public. Yeah. Makes you wonder what it was like as an R-rated movie. Kinda. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, two out of five, it's fine. There's things I liked about it. There's definitely things I don't. It's and you're a-, a Marvel fan. Yeah, a big X-Men fan, too. So I will argue... Will you own it? Ah, to kind of complete the set, like right. when it's cheap, yeah. Just because I got all the X Men <laughs> movies, cheap. I'll wait till it's in the five dollar bin. No, for sure though. I mean, I will argue that Logan and the Deadpool movies and some of the best of the X Men movies can go head to head with the uh, MCU, and I people agree. forget about that, mm-hmm. and that pisses me off. But it is, it does suck that such a eh film is what we're right. ending on. Whereas like Logan, end it there. It's perfect. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Logan was a fantastic movie. All right. Well, um, Derek, you didn't see Bill and Ted. No. 
So you, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the first one because we so, can talk about the franchise because you said something yeah. interesting today. How you yeah, was like? It was, it's a Bill and Ted movie, and I'm like, yeah, that's a good review. I was <laughs> trying to watch the trilogy, and I oh. was petered out. Yeah, they bad. don't hold up very well, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I I will say uh, that second one holds up better than the other two. Really? I it's so fucking weird. I love it. Is real bizarre. Napoleon was the only highlight for me, I think. The Ziggy Piggy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a short like dead that. dude. Yeah. Well, they go to, he goes to Waterloo Water Park. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> or the, like, we, they keep the running gag with Missy yeah. going through all three movies, and I think that shit's hilarious. Yeah. Because I don't think it's more fucked up with each yeah. movie. Oh, God. That she's in the third one? Uh, she, oh, yeah. We'll so spoil it. She, yeah. she, she married. Fine. Bill's mom or Bill's dad? Oh, ooh, right. oh I was Pinky. gonna say Bill's, Bill's dad. dad. Bill's dad the in the second. first one, and then and then Ted's dad in the, Ted's dad yes, in the yes, second yes, one, yes. and then Ted's brother, Ted's in the brother in the course. third weekend. <laughs> yeah, so that makes Ted's dad his own son. Son? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, okay. So you your mom went dude. back. You watched the first one, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I did. It's very 80s. It is so 80s. <laughs> For sure. Which, but like, the first one's, like, early 90s, so they're still f- trying to figure out if they want to go more grunge or stick with the 80s metal thing. See, no, it's, it's like 89. It's very classic late 80s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very For special sure. tone. Yeah, they reference, I think, 88, and I think it officially was released in oh, They were having... I'm, I've watched a video or something on it recently. They were having trouble getting anyone to pick it up. Until I think Orion did. Well, yeah. Because so, they're like, no one actually talks this way. And I'm like, it's kind of like, yeah. it's funny. The, the, initials, the initial things that I heard, read about it was that Alex Winter didn't want to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. He he was no longer acting and he wanted oh, to do it. Oh, he directs now. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Which <clears throat> is weird because he's the best part of the third one, And then I think. Keanu basically talked him into it. I thought it would be the other way around. That's surprising. Oh, Keanu's been game to do it for a while. I thought he hated those because he's been trying to get away yeah. from that persona his whole career. I love and Keanu, finally did. but this seems like such drivel. Oh, Keanu's daughter in this movie it's made perfect. the movie for me. It was unbelievable. I don't know. Who's that? Um, she was in a typical and she's atypical. some other yeah, she's stuff. A couple okay. other things. She but, does uh, a great Keanu Reeves. Dude, impression. she's got the. The she's got the tick nice. down. Oh my god! It's, the open it's mouth, the neck. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. she's pretty fantastic. Okay. Yeah, Samara Weaving was just okay, but yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I think they could have gotten a better character actor. To play I love her, but she's just like, yeah, you really yeah. could have. Do gotten you have anyone. to love Bill and Ted to love the new one? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. And I even mean, it, then, was, it was an enjoyable ride, but it's not like one I would have gone to see in the theater for sure. I don't, um, I don't need to see them. I'm a big fan of the second one. Still, I rewatched it before this one because the people I was with, while I was in North Carolina, hadn't seen it. I'm like, it's the good one because yeah. it's so weird. Willie William Sadler is death. Is perfect. Oh, he's yeah. It's fucking if, hilarious. If they had, had anyone else playing death, which there's... sucks because spoilers, he's not in the third one much. He like shows up in the right. third act, and it's like, oh, I wanted more. Yeah, and required an apology. That was pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and he's having the time of his life. Oh, it too. It. He's got this great house down in hell, and he's not even in charge anymore. No, in the second yeah. one, he's playing Sorry. Battleship <laughs> with him, playing Twister, and he's a sore loser. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, you had 89, you had Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Very low budget, clearly. What was it, 92? 91. 91 was the second one. Was the second one, which wow. is Bogus Journey. Bogus Journey. Yeah. And then you have this one, which is 2020. Some so face 30 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
none of the time travel shit makes sense in any of the movies, but especially yeah, the third one. I just, I, I didn't like. I'm sitting here; they're continuing to go five years forward, and it's like, yeah, I don't understand. I don't that understand at why. All. They well, the other thing forward. is they retcon the shit out of the other movies because, yeah. like in the first one, they're clearly worshiping Bill and Ted in the future. Yeah, right. And in this one, spoiler alert, it's their daughters that write the song yeah. that saves the universe mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And kind of how... And Kid Cudi is thrown in there for no fucking Kid Cudi reason. shows up <laughs> randomly. Yeah. They have... There's like these wormholes that are opening all over the place. People just people appear in different times. Yeah. Okay. And Kid Cudi just happens to show up Be outside one of, those of their people. houses. I think Jesus Christ takes over his concert for yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Like, there's some good gags. Here's what I'll say about it. I think Corona definitely influenced this movie because yeah. the first two thirds I think are really solid and really funny. Yeah. And like the last third, together once to they get to hell, yeah. again, spoilers, but it's Bill and Ted, who, so who gives a shit? Once they get to hell and once <laughs> they have to solve everything up, it just ends very abruptly Gross. and feels yeah. unfinished almost. Yeah. You'll have to watch it, though. If you, I mean, if you. If I you, got it. I. Was stupid and was like, well, people are probably gonna want to rewatch this with me. So five more bucks on Amazon. I'm like, I Yikes. guess I'll own it. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry. If you if you decide to finish watching Bogus Journey, which is nope. great, which is great, it's, it's a, it nope. is great. It's pretty fucking great. <laughs> I believe you, but I'm just not interested in these. How characters. tiny was Alex Winter's head in the fake bodybuilder outfit? <laughs> I was thinking that his too. His head was like that big. Can I just big. say Keanu? It's weird seeing him in this role again because he's a very different kind of. He looks older without the facial (laughs) hair, for sure. And the way he like delivers is much stiffer and more reserved than he used to be. Like he was like energetic and moving all over the place. This one he's like, I just finished John Wick Four. Whoa. The um, (laughs) Jamam Jamam Mays was in it. All right, can you? It feels like a sub like a subplot cut, cut out completely yeah, with those so. two with the wives. It feels yeah. incomplete, yeah. so I'm like, why even yeah. have it in the movie at all? Because you remember they married the princesses from medieval, yeah, who are right. different actresses every movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's there is a subplot about the marriage and counseling with um, elderly the, princesses. What's the actress's the name? The therapist. Oh, Jillian Bell. Yeah, the ther- and she's hilarious. Yeah. She's and it felt like fun. it felt like there could have been a little bit more in that story. That whole scene was great. Yeah, no, I mean the whole, at the end when who randomly shows up in the hallway and she's like, oh, I think it's George it. Washington shows up yeah. on her couch <laughs> she's and like, she's fuck like, it. fuck the shit. I can't do this <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, Mixed bag, definitely. Yeah, there were there were gags that were like, man, this is <laughs> that's funny. Oh, um, the robot. The robot. Is, oh, my God. I don't know who that actor is. Some, but, yeah. His reaction is fucking slayed So, so there's this robot that Blythe Danner sends out to kill Bill and I, Ted. Sure. Because they reframe it as a up. prophecy instead of a thing they definitely know is going to happen because yeah. they're in the future. And how would they not know what Rufus happens? Rufus may have <laughs> misinterpreted the prophecy. And Which it wasn't a prophecy in the other movie. Right. <laughs> But um, so they send this robot. Send it into the past, though. They send out this humanoid robot to kill them, and it keeps screwing up, and killing them. And people. the uh, it was pretty funny because all you see because it really, starts off super serious, like yeah. death in the second one. It starts off kind of intimidating, yeah, yeah. and then it gets more funny and goofy sure. as it goes along. With the robot, you can really only emote from mouth and eyes, um, right? But it, it the person I don't know who the they did an amazing job. Oh no. Oh, dang. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, that was definitely a, 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 a standout moment for me, I think, um, was was definitely the robot and the dance at the end. Again, <laughs> they 
they bring him in too late? Yeah. They bring out his personality too late. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Also, I don't know how this world works anymore. Because like, it was like, does the gun send everyone to hell? Because like, what did some well, of these people do? Him, and when you die, you go to hell. That's not like, how the build. Like that's how the South Park universe works. Yeah. But that's not how like a, yeah, they establish heaven is. in the second yeah. one. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, did the gun send Jimi Hendrix and Louis Armstrong to hell? Because that's a little weird. Dude, the actor who played Louis Armstrong was fucking brilliant. He, I know he won't get an Oscar, but like... Fucking brilliant. Why you went that hard for this movie, I don't know, but you're great. <laughs> when, when they're talking to he's Jimi Hendrix... He's got the ticks down, he's got the They're talking to Jimi Hendrix, yeah. and he just goes around the corner, he's like... <laughs> when he's checking out Samara Weaving shows like, on the this phone, is something else, yeah. man. It's fucking fantastic. Jimmy man. wasn't bad either. I, it, I, the more we talk about it, I think the more I actually enjoyed it. Which it's is, a Bill and Ted movie, and it doesn't yeah. make sense, and it's stupid. But I had fun with it because it's, yeah. it's under ninety minutes without credits, so yeah. it's not like it's real taunting. Have to seventy-seven watch. minutes to save the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was an after-credit scene that was that was cute. Right. It was cute. It was cute. But uh, Some yeah, I mean, mixed I bag, but they kind of all are. I think three out of five. I think I enjoy three out of five is yeah. what I I think I'd give it to. I would I would probably like if if Wendy wanted to watch it. I'd Someone wanted to get baked and is like, I haven't seen this yet. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. But you? I wouldn't like. It's not one of those like really channels baked, and though, saw right? it. I wouldn't keep watching it. The only one that I really 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 like is the second one. <laughs> Again, yeah. That's what's weird about this one is it kind of combines the plot of the first one with yeah. the second one without really doing its own thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because like the daughters are on a quest to get the greatest band in the world, so they're traveling back in time, getting historical figures. Yes. So first movie clearly, and then they go to heaven and. Well, they don't go to heaven. There's no heaven. No, nope, they go no to heaven. hell, which is a very different <laughs> hell. Yeah. Second one, death's in it, and almost the robot plays the death role. Yeah, right down to being pale ass white yeah. character. <laughs> Speaking of daughters, by the way, um, let's talk about M- Mulan, right? Because daughter, right? There's another good segue for you. Wow. <laughs> so Mulan's an interesting character because it was originally supposed to go to theaters. We mentioned earlier that Disney decided to try out this Disney premiere well, technically, thing. Bill and Ted was supposed to go to theaters, yeah. too. And I think it went to a couple drive-ins, but yeah. mostly video on demand. Oh, you know what sucks? I think I like Bill and Ted the best out of anything we're going to talk about today. Oh, no. And it's just fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have issues with it's your still review of Tenet. <clears throat> it's it still at Tibbs, yeah. Playing at the drive-in. So Mulan, if you had Disney Plus, they were trying out this new Disney premiere thing where thirty dollars yeah, you could pay. watch it as many times. What is eight dollars times twelve? Seven dollars. Ninety six. Yeah. You already pay ninety six bucks a year for Disney Plus, right? Mostly to watch $7 Mando or entertain your children. Yeah. <laughs> and now you, they're asking for thirty more. I mean, bucks. to be fair, I watched the entire MCU from start to finish. Oh, did you? DC. Are they all on there? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've made good use of my Disney Plus. I'm glad. And apparently, now so have you. <laughs> I watched Mando. Yes, and you're gonna come watch Mando. And I'm gonna month, renew too. it once Mando and on the I MCU do want shits. To watch Mando. You haven't it's watched. Pretty you. great. I watched two episodes. Yeah. Are you? St- is my account still signed in on your Apple TV? Oh, we watched it after you Apple left TV. to have your. I you, had, you have a Roku. No, were, I have a Samsung we were, Smart TV. We were originally going to watch all the Star Wars movies together, and then after Phantom Menace, we were like, nah. Yeah, we're good. And then you got high and got a boner and left, and me and him watched two episodes of Mando. I don't know what you're talking about. I have never, ever... You're still erect right now. <laughs> you should really see a doctor, man. Yeah, you're probably lightheaded. Drink some water. Yeah, 4,000 <laughs> hours later, we have a big problem. 
Well, not that big. Are you talking about <laughs> well, <laughs> big problem. Uh, oh. Well, it isn't large. <laughs> there are those who think little of him. <laughs> Speaking of Eddie Murphy comedy characters, that was from what? Shrek. What? There are those of who think little of him. Gotcha. Um, Mulan. Okay. So it, Mulan. So Mulan is not a remake. Mulan is a, a rethinking, reimagining. It's of a reimagining, like how Tim Burton's <clears throat> Planet of the Apes doesn't follow beat for beat the original and kind of does its own thing. Right. Or, but Fabulous but, Jungle but Books did at that. At the same time, Mulan is not originally a Disney story. Mulan a lot of them aren't told. In a Disney movie, so people are going, oh my god, it's different, blah, blah, well, blah. But, like but how... if you go back to the story of Mulan that the original Mulan was based off of, that's what this movie is more about. It, it, was, a, it was a beautifully filmed martial arts film. Sure. Um, the story Devoid some people of soul. took issue with. De- are you kidding me? We're going to have this conversation, but you keep going. Devoid of soul. <laughs> uh, yeah, the actress who played Mulan was exceptional. She's exceptional? Um, they didn't yeah, give her anything to do. There's no character now. You took away all the character and everything that made the character special. Because now she's just the chosen one and she's special. Uh, as opposed to the original Mulan where she had to you, train. You are also Mr. Animation where you look at animation and you, and you are you Mr. Go, oh I God, do not like character. Her. And for me, when you put an actor in a role as opposed to a sure. piece of cellophane with I'm painting talking, on it, I'm not talking about film. animation. I'm talking about writing and character. <clears throat> And I know you don't like cartoons, and that's where we're going to have our disagreement. But I think the I think original the prob- G-rated I think the film. The problem with this one is that he is comparing it to a movie that he shouldn't be comparing it to, and that's Disney's fault. It's not his fault. Because May I say something real quick? If, May I just if Disney had given the rights <laughs> to Mulan luck. to someone outside of the Disney family to make a movie that was not related to the Mulan like movie. That. It would yeah. be a different story. Well, they, Warner but Brothers the made a, is, a Tarzan movie nobody gave a shit about. The problem is that Disney made a movie called Mulan after they had already had a successful animated movie called Mulan. And they're two different stories. It's not The Lion King where you tell the same story. That is a different interpretation, sure. But clearly, through the musical cues from that original movie, or when they're in the, the camp and having lines the, of dialogue... musical cues... Yeah, you hear reflection in the score. Well, of when course, because Disney owns it. It's cheap. You don't have to your write argument, original music. Your argument doesn't make sense, though, because clearly they know who their audience is, is like, for these damn remakes. Yes. Just because this one does it a little better and a little differently, they still know who their audience is. I'm not saying they Especially don't know who their audience is. Especially since they fall into the communists. I'm not saying they don't know who their audience is, but what you're doing is when you go to see this movie, because you're... Memories of Mulan are so great going to see it with your grandmother, loving sure. it. It's your favorite Disney movie. Sure. You're going to come into this movie going, they better not fuck it up. For sure. But it's a completely different story. May I interject? May, it, it, may I? Respond to what I just said. Sure. Let's, talk, let's just break it down to remakes, right? I think. It's not a I remake. Think, it's a retelling. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support your theory. We just got to hear me out, man. So, like, John Carpenter's The Thing. Is literally one of my favorite movies ever made, right? Now, what that movie did, and what all remakes should do, is if you're going to do something again, it should have a point, and it should either be different or better, or in the thing's case, both. So, 
John Carpenter took a shitty B movie from the 50s, right? And took those core concepts and made something different. And maybe that's what you're arguing here, but I argue the Disney brand is too strong with these damn movies <laughs> that you have no choice but to compare it, man. Am I don't I know, man. I, I, I think that your opinions are tainted by your distaste for your disdain for Disney and everything related to Disney. I don't have a disdain for everything related to Disney. I like I have a thick ass book on my shelf that I've read a few times now about Walt Disney and how he started that company. Fantasy. Right, but that's about Walt Disney. You hate the, the way present Disney that company. Disney functions yes, as the present company I do. and the present filmmaking world. Sure. I'm not arguing with that. So I, I'm just all I'm but saying. But I've also enjoyed the Disney Star Wars movies when no we, one else as has. As we sit watching the movie, you are nothing but complimentary about the movie. I was trying for your sake, and I have good <laughs> things to say about it. I do. I think, I think it fixed the problem some of these other shitty remakes have. In that, if you watch The Lion King or Beauty and the Beast, those live action remakes, they're drab and gray as hell. All the colors been sucked out, which yep. sucks because those animated movies are so bright and lush Brilliant. and beautiful. This movie uses color hmm. and has good cinematography. It has great production design. It has great costumes. And I complimented all that shit. I'm like, this is the best looking movie I've seen in a long time. And it was. It was there were there were a lot of beautifully framed shots. Sure. There's that one scene with the lamps and the chairs and she's walking dead oh, at the camera. Oh, there's beautiful. that one where they're trying to prepare the tea or whatever. And yeah. it's like straight out of a Wes Anderson movie. That's cool. Yep. And this is not even close to the worst one I've sat through, because it tries something different. But I mean, you sat through Cats, so that speaks well. No, I meant uh, out of the Disney uh, live action remakes mm -hmm. for sure. But I ain't gonna pay no thirty dollars for it neither. <laughs> My, I, I think okay. Well, the character. Okay, I, I understand what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you. Let me state that sure. up front. Sure. My question to you is this: If you were able to separate from your memories of sure the animated version of Mulan, the memory of going to see that in the theater with your grandmother, which you remember as one of your favorite theater experiences sure. is what it you said the first this afternoon. one yeah would you have a different opinion of the movie maybe but i i can't see any universe where i just watch this movie as a movie and i like love it it's fine probably i just and we're going to get into this with tenant you're going to disagree with me there too probably oh, but, I, but see here's the I'm thing not invested i don't in... think with with tenant i don't feel like there's going to be a I don't even want to use the word angry because I'm not angry. Sure. But I don't feel like there's going to be a justification of our disagreement because sure. Christopher Nolan is known for those twists and turns. And if you don't follow it from the beginning, you don't get the movie or you just don't like the way it works. And that happens. But investment is the problem with Mulan and yeah. Tenet for me because I don't care about any of these people. Yeah. Whereas like the characters in the animated one are so strong. See, yeah. And it, that's the difference. And I don't understand how you have no investment in the John David Washington character in time. Well, that, as I said, you're going to be mad at me, but we're going to talk about yeah. that later. But, like, Mulan is such a blank slate, and maybe by design so girls can, like, put themselves in that strong character. Right. But I say in the original one where she's not a warrior, and what's admirable about it is she does it anyways because she's brave, and right. she perseveres until she becomes right. a great warrior. For the record, Whereas, like, the only reason scene, Derek is being quiet through all this is because he didn't see these movies, so we're not sure. excluding him from the conversation. I ain't watched no films. 
Which, like, in the first scene of this Mulan, she's, like, a badass right away. And I'm like, well, that's much less interesting. Well, so, in the f- I wouldn't say that. She I does think, a flippy thing first well, thing. But the, that's, that's a whole introduction from her father saying, I wanted a son. I didn't get a son. I have this daughter that is super girly and is, is all about being matched. But you have this chi that I would have had in a son. Sure. And I'm not going to encourage you to hide it. I'm going to encourage you to embrace it. That's and that, that makes the father more interesting. That's what the whole big part at the sure. beginning was. It's not just, oh, she does this flippy thing. It's he is teaching her how to harness her chi because he was a warrior. Sure. Right? That's how he got injured. So I don't know if if there was already a separation. I don't know if you were distracted. But to me, that shaping of... His character and his relationship to his daughter comes full circle at the end when she comes back. And that's why opinions are so interesting and they don't have to be the same. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. your perspective is going to be different than mine yeah, yeah. because that was a interesting and engaging scene. Yeah. And I agree with you there, but I think that makes the lead much less interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, for me, I felt like I was watching an R-rated. Or, or, I felt like I was not an R-rated. I felt like gets her tits out right away. It's weird, <laughs> yeah. it was weird. super weird. The cricket Disney was, Plus yeah. after dark. <laughs> um, for me, it felt like I was watching um, a, mar- a martial arts movie. Sure. And um, I mean, the 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 character actors in the movie themselves kind of dictate that it's going to be a martial arts. Well, the trailers movie. dictated that yeah. too. It was more of a fantasy martial arts thing, and um, that's why people were excited because yeah. it's like, oh, that looks different. I mean, you have Jason Scott Lee. You have mm-hmm. um, was Jet it, Lee? Didn't Michelle Yeoh play her mother? No, I there's... think. Can we talk about how Jet Lee was weirdly dubbed? He's also weirdly old. Something was off I, there. Like, I haven't seen him in so long, and he just looks old. He's in Mulan? I don't know He's if he emperor. was dubbed oh. or if it was. It didn't sound like back him. In post. Or maybe I don't. Like if he's wacky. worked, if he's worked on his English in the ten years that we haven't seen him in a movie, <laughs> that's fair. Um, but it was. I it don't was, know if it's a Corona thing where they got nervous about yeah. how his original delivery was, so they yeah. dubbed, redubbed. I don't know. Something was wacky. I need there. to find that out. We talked a little bit about that, but I because. But it didn't deter. No, it doesn't deter. I just thought it was an odd thing. Because Jason Scott Lee still kind of. I mean, the thing is, Jason Scott Lee actually speaks very well. I mean, he was born in California for the love of me, right? But he still kind of had that Bruce Lee accent from when he played Bruce Lee. You know, it was kind of that same kind of feel. Oh, (sighs) that was a whole controversy last year. I forgot about that. Um, and so it was interesting, definitely, to see Jet Li speaking with. Damn it! Why didn't you tell me that kind of an accent? Why didn't you tell me that during the movie? I would have been so much more entertained that by his Jason performance Scott, that, what, that he was that he played Bruce Lee. He killed his wife. <laughs> what from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, right. But Jason Scott Lee wasn't in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What do you? Who it was played a different Bruce actor. And why'd you bring it up? Does he play Bruce he Lee played in a different Bruce Lee in a movie? Oh, about I Bruce forgot Lee. about that. Now I feel like a dick. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I think it was before. I was you were horribly. Born. Con- oh, that's a lot of things. <laughs> I was only five when the original Mulan came out in '98. So, wow. Whoa. But anyways, so for me, it was an enjoyable experience. Now, and I'm glad. Let me state this: I didn't really like the animated version of Mulan, and I think. See, you're getting on me about having a bias. You have one, too. It's just different. And that's why I think we disagree to a certain 
Oh, and, and that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast because For sure. we're not going to agree on everything. And that well, I didn't know. I thought you were kind of indifferent to it. I didn't know you outright didn't like it. I I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I didn't really like it. I mean, sure. I thought that the animation was subpar for Disney. Ha, 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 ha. Um, ha, oh no 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 no! I, no, I no, felt no, like. No, no. The only thing you for can the only thing for me that was outstanding from an animation standpoint was the scene with the horses and the avalanche. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the whole set piece. Yeah, I I disagree on that, but maybe it's been a while since we. Well, you're seen also it. an animator, so there's a little sure. bit of a different aspect there. Do we want to talk about the controversy? What is this a show about implicit bias? Is that what we're what? talking about? Well, that's what opinions are from certain. <laughs> Degree. Uh, Do we want to talk about the the controversy? Because I feel like Bailey could weigh in on that. Because I think you have a different opinion than I do. Okay, so I don't have an opinion on the controversy. I have an opinion on the statements about the controversy, and it's just okay. because I haven't investigated it. So, sure, the statements are that yes, there are indeed human rights violations happening in Zing 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 Zhang Zhang China. I think there's concentration camps at the back yeah, in the background at one Muslims, point, yeah. which is a little alarming. Um. It's- People are raising a fuss because there are thank yous at the end of the movie to these I, places for sure. where, where film, these concentration camps do. are right now. Sure. And I understand it from a filmmaking standpoint that when you sign with a country's film, whatever, mm-hmm. when you get your permitting, there are requirements of things that you have to say at the end of a movie. You sure. have to The producer is going to fulfill the contract. Right. Here's the thing, and I agree with you on that. Here's why people are upset. Number one, Disney has refused to make a statement. Number two, the lead has come Disney out. Disney hasn't refused to make a statement. They have they not made a statement. They haven't made okay. a statement. Okay. Well, the lead came out in support of, I think, wherever that the is. The lead came out in support of the movie. She, I, I, I could be wrong because it's been a while since I read it. I think she came out in support of their, of whatever decision or the like muslims the hom- in concentration camps something in like China? that something like that. that i don't know that that is definitely not what i read chris but... could you look this shit up so i don't look like yeah. a moron <laughs> you're a good kid god that's gonna be a lot of work <clears throat> but well, all of the controversy yeah. that i've read about the film specific to the film not specific to the situation in china sure. which is a terrible situation sure is people are pissed that they're thanking specifically the zhang zhang region where these concentration camps are The reality is, and any major studio filmmaker will most likely agree with this, that when you film in Toronto, you have to thank the Toronto Film Council. Yep. You have to put their logos. When you film in the province of Zhang Zhang, I don't know how you pronounce it. If you're going to film a makeout scene in the Anne Frank Museum, Josh Boone, you you got to thank the Anne Frank Museum. So it's so that aspect of it is is cancel culture trying to play social justice warrior. That usually now the the human rights violations that are happening in China. Sure, fuck that shit. That's and not I what you said that. earlier. <laughs> he's he's full of shit. Didn't happen. <laughs> but the relation to the thank yous at the end of the film, it's a stretch. And For sure. I, 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 people saying Disney is refusing to comment. They're not saying they're not going to comment. They just haven't released a statement about it yet. Okay. And that's pretty, pretty par for the course from Disney, to be fair. I mean, okay. they love China and keeping China happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Li Yu. Well, it's also, the, what is it? A populous country in the, in the world? 
It's pronounced Lee Yu, correct? The star of the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she had praised Hong Kong's police. Uh, yeah. Uh, during all the pro-democracy <laughs> demonstrations, she praised them. Okay. Uh, but that's not praising the Muslim concentration no, camps. Well, no, and the other thing is Disney bowed down to China and all of their demands. Usually. Then, um, with a few days before the, before the uh, movie hit, China silenced all of Disney's... Um, well, let's see. All their cover, all the coverage of the film to um, on the mainland, everything was silenced. They basically China said, "Well, China's thanks for doing everything that's that." What, that's what China did. China was basically saying, "Thanks for doing everything we asked you to do. Now we're not going to do our side of it." <laughs> yep. As is our problem. There were no gay kisses added out of this one. So, I don't even think New Mutants shown there. Also, they're afraid of spooky ghosts. So, spooky. So Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. <laughs> okay. So, so realistically, Disney the, pulled a Disney without any. Usually, realistically, there's there's a lot of different suppositions rolling around about twenty dollar word. Good the overall thing, supposition. That's a good word. The reality is, a movie was made in China. Sure. That's about China. Disney has a history of bowing to China's demands, which for sure, as a business, yeah, for sure. As a biz, I'm not going to defend China, but I will defend the business decision sure. based on the population and the number of people that will buy Disney's merch. I bet they don't have Pride Day in Shanghai, Disney. <laughs> Just put it like that. <laughs> so I, I will simply say as a business decision, that's why those decisions are made. But from a social justice warrior, from a liberal viewpoint, from a libertarian viewpoint, from a... You do not speak for me. I'm not speaking for you. What I'm saying is that the conservatives aren't going to be up in arms about this. Oh no, they're not going to But if you look shit. at the liberals and they all They love they war crimes are right. fine. Right. Who cares? <laughs> the problem is Disney's silence is perceived as silence support. is violence. And that is understandable. Sure. And perception is nine tenths of reality, right? And possession is nine tenths of the law, so that movie's half China's. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the fact of the matter is, yes, there are human rights violations occurring in China. It needs to fucking stop. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who has friends who are Muslims, who has grown up with friends who are Muslims, um, the fact that there are people who can't get out of China because they're stuck in a concentration camp like the Americans did with the Japanese during the World War. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, As we continue to do with, with on the border, Mexicans people at the border. Presently, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So it's kind of like, um, Jesus, well, that makes me sound like a hypocrite, but let's, let's raise as much of a stink about the fucking Mexicans at the border. I agree. That we are about the Muslims The in best China. movie representation we got for that was yeah. fucking Terminator Dark Fate. So fuck <laughs> that shit. Yeah. I don't think nonviolent people of any race should be interned against their will anywhere in the world. Agreed. 100%. That should... You think <laughs> that would be I obvious. I will never argue that point with you, Derek. You think that would be obvious for everyone. The fact that it's not is a problem. Yeah. That's yeah. all we're saying. And, you know, we we do have to acknowledge that China is still a communist country. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is... The United States is starting to look more and more like a communist country. Wait, let me verify this on my iPhone. What, what are you verifying? Never mind. It's, oh, because they're made in China? Yes, because yeah. they're made in China. <laughs> I don't yes. see the parallels. To the I don't think being made in China? No, to us being a communist country. Yeah. In... Well, we're certainly looking more and more like a dictatorship. To be fair, China's not actually... It's not really communism what they're doing over there. 
Okay. Um, it's a dictatorship. Sure. Okay. I mean, all political well, I mean, ideologies work on paper. It's humans that are shit that turn into dictatorships. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're not really a democracy here. Center. We're For a republic sure. controlled by an oligarchy. Mm-hmm. It's not what mm-hmm. it is. It's not what they say it is. So speaking of oligarchies, let's talk a little Can bit about Can we go to the tenet. Olive Garden after this? <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. Someone shove a breadstick out of bread in, my, in my mouth. <laughs> Okay, so like Sonic, we're sponsored by Olive Garden. This week. <laughs> hey, so you had their endless pasta. Dish? For me, Mulan, Mulan was a three out of five. Um, I gave it a two, which is generous for me. Which is generous for you. I I thought it, visually, I thought it was really. I well think filmed. the fact that there a lot of effort was put into the production design and the look of the movie. And it's a good looking movie, yeah. so I'm gonna give it something for that. And it's not the most painful thing I've ever sat through. Was I doing other things while I was watching? Absolutely, but. Yes. Riding a bicycle without a seat. Usually. Like that. Yes. Yeah. But I stop this. I'll get to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to start on Tenet because... You're going to have to lead cause because the opinions are going to be all over the place. So Christopher Nolan, mm. I would say, is probably one of my favorite currently working and producing and making films. I so would not. Um, I mostly like Nolan's work. So I, yeah, I don't hate him. I like me, some of his movies. I went into Tenet understanding that there was going to be twists and turns, a la like Memento, Steve. a la The Prestige, um, two movies which I love. Tyler does not. What were the two movies? Memento and Pre- The Prestige. Memento's great. Prestige, or The Clonus Horror, not for me. <laughs> um, I quite liked Prestige. A lot of people do. Bowie's great. And so I went into this hats. with, I'm watching a movie that Tenet has wanted, or that uh, Nolan has wanted to make for a, a while. time. And understanding that there's going to be a roller coaster with flips and twists and, and, and all of that stuff. And for me, knowing what I was going into from the jump, I was involved um, and I followed the path of the story. And when I say the path, there was probably 15 different paths mm-hmm. through the story. Um, the the Robert Pattinson character kind of comes in, Aaron Taylor... Aaron Taylor Johnson? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah, Kick-Ass shows up. Um, and, yeah. He um, fought Godzilla before. He, he's like, this ain't yeah. nothing. And John David Washington. So the... Um, for me, it worked. I loved the movie. I thought visually... Um, it, there were odd moments that were a little unappealing, I guess you could Kenneth say. Kenneth Branagh, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> let's not talk about... He nailed his Rocky and Bullwinkle he audition. Nails, he I'm very excited. <laughs> He's playing a Russian... Oh, my God. Um, but um, there were pieces of the filmmaking that bothered me, but I loved the oh, story. Oh, really? I loved the the concept. I'm the opposite. I really like the filmmaking and everything else I thought was... There was the the reversing portions of the movie. There was too much inconsistency with it. I agree with and, that. And I found myself concentrating on whether that was filmed backwards or forwards. And that messed with me a little bit. But other than that, it's a four out of five movie for me. I want it. Oh, but that those things you don't like about it keep it from being a five? Yeah. Do you think upon rewatch, it could be a five? I think upon rewatch, it could probably be a three and a half, three. It could go down. Yeah. Why? Because I was pretty involved. From the jump. Oh, you were a producer on it. I see. Yeah, yeah. I have to say He's that. got stake well, in this, yeah, for sure. I for definitely sure. have a stake. No, because, I mean, I I usually go see a movie twice. 
specifically for that reason because the first time I go if you like a movie you see it twice like we didn't see no Terminator Dark Fate twice (laughs) amen but I do it because the first time I watch the movie I have a tendency to see things about the movie that drive me crazy and then I go back and I get to watch it for like the story and things like that but for this movie I got the story but I also found the things about the production that I didn't like so for me it can really only go downhill I think and that's kind of a fear because I really enjoyed it because um, you said the more you thought about it, the more you liked it. But now yeah, it seems and you like said you're, quite the opposite. Uh, indeed. Yeah. And I so, want Bailey to go next before yeah, I hop so in. So for me, it's a four out of five. I thought um, I thought Robert Pattinson was awesome. Our future Rob Beck, um, Beck and Bet. I thought that John David Washington was good. Um, Kenneth Branagh was, of course, Awful. terrible. Awful. Which is funny because I came home and watched Dunkirk. Which he's was great. probably the one movie that ten, that he made uh-huh. with Nolan that was great. Uh, he's only made the two, right? I thought he was in the third. He might be, but um, maybe he did the voice so work. Four for out Bane. of five for me right now. It very well may go down if I watch it again, just because of more production stuff that I may have missed. Probably. So, what do you think? Because that's that was the first one you saw in theaters. The first. So, like I said, extremely loud. Yeah. Uh, which we can pretty much narrow down to there just not being any people in the theater. Mm-hmm. Well, that's also Nolan's thing, though. He loves he does love that loud. kind of sound design. And, I mean, especially the opening scene that you say off from the jump. You know, very reminiscent of uh, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bank robbery? Yep. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, what well, was like four minute scene that's just like. I didn't like, even put that together until now. Whoa. I think Inception does something see, like No, yeah, maybe it doesn't. It, it, no, Inception opens with a scene very similar. Yep. Yeah. Damn it. See, now I'm already. <laughs> and Nolan is really, really good at these kind of scenes. Sure. Oh, he's of kinetic just, like, energy during those tense moments. Yep, for sure. Phenomenal. Yeah, well, it's like opening a book and the very. Then the book first punches you in the is, face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you go, wait, what am I reading here? Yeah. If he was if he was a, a writer of a book, yeah, he would pull you in from the first paragraph. Oh yeah, I'd be like twenty pages, and then be like, "What? Yeah, what just happened? Where am I? Yeah, it'd be awesome." Uh, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, I would say John David Washington's overall story arc as the quote unquote protagonist, I really enjoyed. <laughs> He fucking hated that <laughs> that they actually called themselves yeah, the protagonist. No. It's like an Avatar when. Cameron calls the element unobtainium. It's like yeah. this reeks <laughs> right. the first draft. We couldn't we couldn't come back in and replace that. I think it's necessary in the time dilations though. That's exactly what I said to him sitting in the car. We'll get there, but you you'll keep going. Because <laughs> there's multiple versions of self yeah. existing at the same time, right? Um and I really, really liked how they tied the uh the woman's perspective at the beginning shot to the end right. and seeing herself as the free one. Yeah. And that was like, oh, like I really felt that raw emotion. And of that her was almost a tertiary piece, and he still tied it together at the very yes. end. Yes, yeah. and that just like that impact of the water and her, you know, her freedom. Yeah, I was like, oh, I felt that a lot. So I really enjoyed that. Like I said, I had a lot of qualms though with uh, the Dolby audio. You know, especially um, when they're running the main like fight tactical. Fight in the two boxes. Mm. Um, so you and but both sides are operating with the same kind of tech, right? Where part of the team is living it, and then part of the team is living it again. 
went backwards. Right. right. But it's crazy that they can watch each other live it, too. Exactly. Yeah. So, but that was the problem. And so you're getting all these perspectives. Yeah. But you're getting the audio from the different perspectives at the same time as yeah. well. Yeah. It's both too much and not enough. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know which one to focus on. Then they play it again, though, and yeah. it's like... Obviously, I understand what just happened, but I still am really fucking mad about how it sounds. Yeah. And how many fucking times we have the main actor speaking with masks on. That's a thing with him, too. Yeah. Like oh, Bane. man. Yes. Yeah. It really, well, really bothered me in Dolby. I thought the way there was the one scene with the Hummer, with Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson with Rob the Hummer Bat- and the tunnel. And I thought the way that they tied that together, like that for me was probably the best scene of the movie, that whole tie together. Oh, when he's like, why didn't you tell me it was me you saw? Well, because it starts out, you see him going down into that tunnel, and yep. you hear the, the truck, and you see it honking in the yep. background, right? And then you find out what happened within a span of 10 minutes. Yeah. And uh, to me, that was kind of, that's kind of the definition of the movie for me, is how that works. So if, if you think about it, it's like, Concentric circles, right? Mm-hmm. So you have these tiny circles, and then they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So the truck scene was one of those tiny circles, and then the other pieces of the story were the the other concentric mm-hmm. circles around it. And that's how I saw the movie, and for me, that to me was brilliant. So, yeah, overall the construct. And Tyler hates that I use the word brilliant. <laughs> overall, the construct worked. Yeah. I really have no idea how they filmed. A lot of it. Mm-hmm. Were there any gotcha moments at the end for you? Not like really. things you didn't catch on to, or I don't believe so. Yeah, but I can't say I was certain until the end, right? That I knew what was going on. You knew she. You, well, spoilers that she was going to watch herself jump into the water, though. Didn't you? Oh, obviously. Yeah. Or that when they're doing the little art robberies, like, oh my god, it was them the whole time. Well, yeah, they are they're setting us up for that the whole time. Yeah, though. to be fair though, I thought Arpat saw himself. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that he saw JD Dub. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I thought it would have been more like, oh fuck, like anti self. Yeah, you know? Right. Yeah. Mm. I don't know that I still understand. The multiple I think selves. We, I think we all kind of want to see it again. Yep. That's fair. Yeah. I'll see it again. What do you think, though? I mean, out of five. Mm, I hate rating. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, three and a half. I'm going to give them butt tree fitty. There was a lot of engagement um, and a lot of that could have been better. Did you find yourself wanting to go to the bathroom but not wanting to because of the movie? No, I went to the bathroom twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely stayed. It was kind of the same for me. I was like, I'm not moving. So At one yep. point. What'd you say? And number two. And he didn't get up. Yeah. Tyler. I was glad I left home and saw this in I definitely theaters. had to text oh, for sure. Tyler and go, get the fuck back in here. You just missed it. I'm like, I'll part. follow it fine. <laughs> if get you really miss the theater, I would say go see Tenet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Lay it on us. I need to preface first. I don't hate Christopher Nolan, right? I was indifferent to him. Like, I really, like in high school, I really enjoyed the Dark Knight trilogy. Still do. In high school. It's so weird. I know. I saw Inception in the theater and was like, that was a lot of fun. And then never thought about it again. I didn't start to. Why is this child on our podcast? (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't actively start to dislike him until I went to film school and everyone started kissing his ass. And I'm like, where did you go to film school? 
uh, little place in Virginia. You probably haven't heard about it. Gotcha. Next to Taco Bell. Do you know how many episodes it's been since I brought that up? You know what's happened in that time, you dick? (laughs) Jerry! (laughs) Everyone and their brother sending me articles uh, nonstop. And I I just wanted to slip my. Like, I don't know the man. He was not my college experience. I didn't mention it to you. Hey, I had to grow up with a mother who worked for Sandy Patty. Oh, That's rough. Dude, I, I camped with Sandy Patty. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Show me on the doll. Did she and, cheat on her husband and, on the camping trip, Keith too? Green, oh. do you know who Keith Green is? Yes. I camped with Keith Green and Sandy Patty. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Long story. My stepdad was a, a church counselor at a church, church camp counselor, and they were at our camp. It was great. Yeah. Hey, my mom spent a Christmas night at Grant's house. <laughs> do, you know who, do you remember Carmen? Yeah, I I took a uh, Six Flags trip to Carmen in his sixty two. I took a Six Flags trip with <laughs> Carmen <laughs> with Carmen in his sixty foot Winnebago. Oh, uh, weird! That's yeah. a pretty big one. Sorry, man. Okay, that's, that's Sorry. such okay. a weird Go ahead. world. So. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's a very fucking weird world. Yeah, that's my train of thought. That's why I'm agnostic now. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. What kind of God would allow this? <laughs> so your film buddies thought so he was amazing. So your film buddies at Liberty University. Not all of them. Thank you, Tony. You're welcome. <laughs> but a lot of them. And I'm like, he's got some talent, but watch more movies. <laughs> and when they call him a genius, and I'm going to make a comparison here. Like, I love Wes Anderson movies, right? right? Those first few movies he made were phenomenal, but now he's kind of just making the same movie over right. and over he's, again. He's gotten to a cookie cutter. I place. feel like Nolan's become that for me, where all the trappings and quirks and things are like, all right, we get it. You, oh, your sound mix is cute. Oh, it's a mystery. We have to unpack it as we as we watch it. Then it's going to be complex. People are going to be like, what, what does it mean? Last, what was the last Christopher Nolan movie that you felt that from him, though? Dunkirk was actually so pleasant because it, was it wasn't talky. It was linear. And uh-huh. it I hate talky. his dialogue, yeah. but when it was just an experience movie, which right. is what he's good at, right. then, then he should make more movies like that. Because, I mean, the last one that he made that Interstellar. was that mystery was... Oh, uh, yeah, Interstellar. Yeah. I forgot well, The about fucking that. book, Kate. Yeah. Baby's First 2001. That's what it is. Let's be honest. It's visually engaging. Yeah. Oh, if you're going to see, see it on a big screen. I'm never going to watch yeah. Interstellar yeah. again. Yeah, I saw it on IMAX. It was pretty For sure. Fun. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's a beautiful movie. I think his his script and character problems are getting worse. And I is that think... the one where they were hunting drones in the first 20 minutes of the movie? I don't remember. I remember the secret of the universe was love. Yes. <laughs> and the Thanks, robot, Anne Hathaway. The robot that looked like rotating chopsticks. Oh, and Matt Damon's there yeah. for no reason. Yeah. As a mustache twirling villain, he's yes. like, I'm going to steal this shuttle. <laughs> and they were like, fuck you, we're going to put you on Mars, motherfucker. <laughs> Try to get out now. <laughs> My firstborn entered this world just a couple days after that movie came out. So it's forever tied to that memory. Because I actually really wanted to see it. 2001. That one has a baby. <laughs> nah. Gotcha. So I don't hate Nolan. I don't hate Tenet. I just get very annoyed by it. Because I think Tenet at its core, and a lot of Christopher Nolan movies are, it's a great gimmick that he does really well. And then sometimes he forgets to put character in story. And I think Tenet's like the prime example of that. Because as much as I don't like Interstellar, that movie's saying something. I don't know what the fuck this is saying, but that movie's saying something. So... 
You're oh, unpacking the movie with with the characters, sure. But like, I don't know John David Washington. What's his character? What's he like? I don't know. He's Spy Man, and any charisma or character is from the performance. What is the villain? Yeah, he, uh, Kenneth Brown is this mustache twirling Saturday morning cartoon right. villain. Right. Yeah, we kind of talked about that uh, after the movie. Once like, you hear his motivation, he was like, almost a secondary That's what all villain. this was yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They rip off a plot point from Dread, which we had just watched. Yeah. Otherwise, I would you never would have made that, that connection. In the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Dread's supposed to be kind of goofy action movie. This is taking itself seriously. He's like, if I can't have you, I'll blow up the world, man. Yeah. And I'm like. That's what this all was. Oh my God, no! <laughs> all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna limit, I'm gonna limit the continued conversation on this just because we're getting really close to the sure, end. Sure, sure. But um, I understand what you're saying, and sure. I don't disagree with you. Sure. Um, so what would you say if you had to go overarching? Sure. If you want to give us negatives. Throw sure. them at us. What? What? Well, I need character mo- development, character and motivation. Right. I think the spectacle's so great with this and Interstellar. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset. I saw it once so or twice visually, on the theater. You enjoyed. They're it. always great for yeah. sure. And he's very creative. Like the gimmick in this one's a good fucking gimmick. Yeah. And he played and every set piece. He you plays made with it. it more you and made more. an audible statement with the piece with Robert Pattinson and John David Washington at the end, right before when they're heading for the helicopter. Uh, you said something out loud. Well, felt like, like oh. an, I felt like an afterthought, though, because yeah. when he's like, well, this is what was really happening, and I'm yeah. going to talk about it for five whole minutes, yeah. and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. problem. If you're going to make me care about these characters, do it at the beginning of the movie, right. not right as I'm well, about to leave. Which, which technically he did, because the Itch. end of the movie was basically the beginning you of the movie. You can make that argument. <laughs> People know what. Oh, that's not going to give it away. <laughs> so, I think the narrative. What, what, problems, so visually, is visually there anything redeeming outside of that? Watch uh, the performances are good. Yeah. Robert Pattinson should use his regular accent more often. Yeah, right. John David Washington is charismatic as hell. Yeah. I just wish there was more character and motivation. If there's in the ever, movie. if there's ever a football injury that I'm grateful for, it's the fact that John David Amen. Washington is now making movies because he's he's exceptional. For sure. Yeah. So it's about a two or three out of five whenever you whenever you happen yeah. to ask me. And I don't think it's bad. I'm just like, if you could just work on your yeah. scripts or just accept the fact that you're all spectacle and all experience and make more movies like Dunkirk, then mm-hmm. I would appreciate you a well, lot more. Let's do this. Let's make a commitment. Sure. Let's go see it again. For sure. And when we come back, let's do a Christopher Nolan episode. And I know you're going to hate that. I'm not going to hate it. But I'm interested to know... How our perceptions change second watch. Sure. I'm also interested to know if there's another movie of Christopher Nolan's that you would be willing to give another watch to just to see if I it I have changes. not seen Interstellar since the theater. I haven't seen it since for, I saw it the first time either. For a very good reason. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. Let's let's commit to do this. Let's go see Tenet one more time. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And then let's watch Interstellar. Sure. And then we'll do an episode. Can we... Is it possible for my sake? For my sake, yeah. Because we want to talk about. I'm thinking of anything. Yes. Right. I, okay. For, I, the, re- for the record, that is the title of a Netflix movie. That's not Tyler I saying propose, he's thinking of ending things. I propose a dual episode where we talk about Charlie Kaufman, which most of his movies you might not like, right. and then we talk about Christopher Nolan. Can we do a full episode on Charlie Kaufman? Absolutely. 
<laughs> you could I'm do down. you could do several. Do I mean, you want to take do you want to do you want to go I see think, Tenet, take a break next episode do Charlie Kaufman? I think come back? I think we should pick one more Charlie Kaufman movie since we're probably going to talk about Interstellar as the Nolan one and we sure. can just talk about both filmmakers and Well, let's do that. Let's 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 do a Charlie Kaufman episode commit to going to see Tenet and then watching Interstellar and then we'll do another episode to discuss that. Sure. I just I think that we brought it up at the end of the episode. We're running out of time. And I'd really like to be able to kind of unpack that as a whole. Because I think that there's... I think we're going to be surprised, whether it's in a positive or a negative way. But it feels like Tenet has enough left in it that sure. maybe another watch would be something worth doing. For sure. Yeah? I agree I'm with intrigued, that. for sure. I'm down. All right, cool. That's a great idea. Well, um... But I'm also really excited to talk about the experience of watching. I'm thinking about ending things. Yeah, and I want to I want to start watching that. I Can know I, you've started. And let I me pick you... another Charlie Kaufman movie. Actually, really Anomalisa. Watch that one. I think you can find it really easy. I have it on DVD or in Blu-ray. If not, well, let's do that um, Thursday. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We do a uh, work from home thing where we nice <laughs> watch a movie while we're working from home. <laughs> and if anyone that I work with is listening to that, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you have your laptop it's on your lunch working. break. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. Awesome. Well, hey, it's great to be back in theaters. Let's not do another three-week miss, and um, sure. or, uh, let's keep recording. And um, yeah, that's enough for tonight. Uh, Chris, thanks for everything. Mm-hmm. Glad you're negative. Thank God. Um, I can go back to negativity. work. Be sure to use the cream, not the clear. And uh, Tyler, <laughs> I hope you're in a much better state next time we record. Sure. And Derek, I hope your arms don't hurt. Thank you. Absolutely. By the way, um, cars-in-coffee.com. That's come, huh? Um, or at the Anderson City Market. And uh, if you're a restaurant, I'll have some fantastic wholesale options. Sounds like we have some merch available soon, too. Uh, it won't be till next year, for sure. But mm-hmm. um, we, we do. I'm in conversations with a designer who is starting kind of a podcast merch kind of scenario and they've invited us to be one of their launch shops so um it will be coming soon my face on a t-shirt you're welcome world <laughs> i mean i would totally wear that and then i have something the about tyler yaney me pillow the gravity <laughs> urine sound. we'll have a uh, branded generic condoms from the reject pile <laughs> or we could just do the ones with holes in them all right on that note uh <laughs> derek tyler have a good night guys chris thanks for everything later see you guys Thank